This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. We begin the show tonight with some questions. Has the dictator who imposed the terrible hardships, the economic disarray of his zero-COVID policy, now caught in his own trap? Has Xi Jinping's zero-COVID policy exploded into smithereens? I ask these questions because this policy has left China staring at not one, not two, but three COVID tsunami waves in three months. And take a wild guess, who's saying this? Not the WHO, not the CDC, not foreign experts, but China's own top health official. The man on your screens, his name is Wu Junyu. He's China's chief epidemiologist, basically a top doctor of sorts, like Anthony Fauci, perhaps, the face of America's pandemic response. So Wu Junyu has issued a grim warning. Let me rephrase that. He has predicted a COVID tsunami, a tsunami which will come in three waves and engulf the entire mainland. According to Zunyu, the first wave is already here. It started in mid-December and will end around mid-Jan. Basically, the current spike in infections has been termed as the first wave. The second wave will hit immediately after the first. It will begin around mid-January, coinciding with the Lunar New Year. A week-long period of celebrations, which is usually marked by mass travel. Tens of millions of Chinese citizens go home to their families. And Zunyu says, this will take the virus home. This wave will apparently last till mid-February, and that's when the third wave will arrive. As Chinese citizens return to their offices, they will take new variants to their workplaces. Lead to a plethora of fresh infections and hospitalizations, this wave will begin in mid-February and last up until mid-March. Now, before I go any further, let me ask this. Is this prediction an admission, an admission that zero COVID has failed? An admission that Xi Jinping's policy just did not work? I say this because for months, China locked itself down, shut itself down, from the world, imposed draconian curbs, sent the infected to quarantine, tore apart the lives of its people with the promise of completely rooting the virus out. And for what? What did all of this lead to? What has zero COVID even achieved? China is back to square one. Infections have spiked, cases are soaring, schools are shut down, makeshift quarantine camps have returned. And there are predictions of two more waves. It's like a deja vu moment of sorts. For the last two years, we've seen similar developments around this time. In December of 2020, China was hit by a new wave. The country went into emergency mode, introduced new controls and restrictions. Then in December 2021, China was hit by another wave. It again went into emergency mode and introduce severe controls and restrictions. Do you see the pattern here? We're in December 2022 now, and the story is repeating itself. Let me take you through the developments. Look at these images. They're from Shanghai, the financial hub of China. It resembles a ghost town. Most of the schools are shut. Traffic on the streets is sparse. Reports say that teachers and staff at most schools in Shanghai have fallen sick. Authorities have made an extra 230,000 hospital beds available. 
This decision means that most of the schools in Shanghai will be shut for in-person learning till January. Look at these images now. They're from Beijing, the country's capital. The city has set up makeshift fever clinics inside gyms. People are queuing outside tents waiting to seek treatment. Reports say Beijing is in the grip of its worst COVID wave since 2020. And the wave has burdened funeral homes in the city. Visuals show hearses bearing the dead lined up at driveways outside crematoriums. So how many people have died? Well, that depends on whom you ask. Officially, Chinese authorities say that only two people have lost their lives. But the staff at one crematorium is telling reporters that they cremated the bodies of 30 COVID victims last week. What are the people saying? Well, fearing that the state will target them, the city's residents are not speaking up. We're not surprised. They're giving vague answers on the death toll, telling reporters that death is anyway inevitable. You must listen to these statements. They tell you the kind of pressure the Chinese citizens are currently under. Death can't be avoided. If you get it, you get it. After you're infected, it depends on the individual's health to decide if you're well or not. We try as far as possible to not spread it to the elderly and the children. That's all I can say. The reopening is unavoidable because the country has relaxed measures and that is nothing to be afraid of. What about the death rate? Death when you're older and when the time comes, there's nothing you can do about it. So what's the reality? We, name, we may never find out, thanks to the great Chinese firewall. Beijing sensors are manipulating information, making sure no data leaks out to the rest of the world. So it's hard to gauge the scale of the COVID onslaught. By all means, both deaths and cases are going under the radar. That said, what we can tell you for sure is that this COVID surge in China has instilled a sense of panic. These images tell you how. They're from Hong Kong. They were shot over the weekend. What you see are Hong Kong residents holding up on essentials and medicines. Yes, the COVID chaos has sparked a buying frenzy in Hong Kong, with people stocking up on flu medicine, painkillers and test kits. Some are sending these supplies to their relatives in the mainland. Others are storing it for themselves, fearing new restrictions. I have family members who are currently in the mainland, but I feel the medical regulations there are very strict. And first, they are unable to go out and purchase medicines. My grandfather is now living in a nursing home, and he isn't even allowed to leave or let anybody in. Every delivery package must be sanitized before being brought in. I heard that there's no cold or fever medicine available on the market now. So we thought that we should quickly buy some here in Hong Kong and quickly send them back to the mainland. What does this tell you? That there's a big difference in what China is telling the world and the behavior of its people. On one hand, Beijing says there's not much to worry about, that these COVID waves can be controlled if not averted. On the other hand, its people are stocking up on supplies, desperately holding them as precaution. This only indicates that China is downplaying the full picture and Chinese citizens who are worried for their lives are self-censoring their statements. But their actions tell a different story altogether. So I ask again, is China hiding its COVID numbers? 
Is it downplaying the death toll? Is it lying about the infections? Is it executing yet another cover-up? These are questions we've asked repeatedly year after year. And yet, we ask them again, hoping against hope that for once China would acknowledge its shortcomings and inform the world well in time about the scale of its suffering. Which brings me now to the biggest question of all. Will China once again infect the world? That is the big fear that has become a dangerous canker. China must tell the truth so that we can all prepare in advance if the situation spills over. But as they say, hope is a fool's ally, especially when it comes to China.